0: To my mind, few things are more fun than someone who has come up with a whole different slant on food science. It sparks our hidden geek. Another thing that's great fun is finding those dishes that we've never heard of that have the makings of being all-time favorites. Well, one of the people who pulls off both of these brilliantly is Kenji Lopez-Alt. Now, his day job is culinary director of Serious Eats. By night, he's written a tome, The Food Lab better home cooking through science. Talk about someone driven by curiosity. And that curiosity led Kenji to also write about a spicy sauce that he says could overtake sriracha. It's from Yemen, and it's called Shrug. <laughs> Kenji,
1: welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell me about this sauce. It's, it's a Yemenite sauce, and... Um... I learned it actually from my good friend Einat admani who is the Israeli chef of a couple of restaurants in New York, um, the Taim Falafel Restaurant, um, Bella Busta, and a couple of others. But it's, it's one of the sauces they serve with her falafel, um, and it's it's called, it's you know, the, the way she spells it is S-apostrophe-R-U-G. Uh, I've seen it spelled with K's and with C-H's or with Z's, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's, you know, it's it's or or one of those—it's you know, it's one of those sounds that is really <laughs> difficult for non-natives to say, um, but. Um, it's, it's a really delicious sauce. So it's, you know, it's, it's very similar to sort of like a Spanish style salsa verde or say like a chimichurri. Um, so one, you know, one of those sauces that's really packed with fresh herbs and emulsified with olive oil um, and with other spices. So you, you make it basically by pounding together cilantro and parsley with a little bit of cardamom, um, a little bit of coriander seed um, and some hot chilies. And you, you pound it all together in a mortar and pestle um, and then uh, emulsify it all with really good olive oil. Um, so it's, you know, it's sort of a hot, a really fresh take on a hot sauce. So there's chili in it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's quite spicy. Quite uh-huh.
0: spicy. So that combination, is it equal parts of cilantro and parsley?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I use the recipe more as sort of a guideline than a strict set of rules. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, it's one of those recipes where as long as you've got the main ingredients, yeah, you can do equal parts parsley and cilantro. But, you know, if you have only half a bunch of cilantro lying around and a whole bunch of parsley, then it's fine to go heavier on one versus the other. But, you know, you just want a mix of herbs and, um, and plenty of heat. Those are the real—that th- heat is the real key element.
0: The unusual thing to me is the use of the cardamom. And cardamom is such a, it's a sweet spice, and Mm -hmm. I've not seen it used very much in the Middle East. Is it just that I've missed it?
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, it's not super uncommon. And in in this case, we're talking black cardamom. And, you know, cardamom is one of those spices that's sort of like cloves or cinnamon. It has the... Power to potentially overwhelm everything else, right? Um, and so you want to be really um, careful with it. Um, you know, using only a very little bit compared to to the other ingredients. But it, but it adds that like sort of subtle floral. Um, you know, to me cardamom almost tastes soapy, but but I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, sort of you know potpourri style um, aroma that you get in the very background, but you really mm-hmm. want to be subtle with it. Um, you know, the, the real the real key to this sauce, though, is the use of the mortar and pestle. Um, you know, it, it's tempting because you have all these moist ingredients that you're kind of essentially chopping up. So it's tempting to want to pull out the food processor and throw it all in there. You know, but me and some other folks, we've done a lot of these side-by-side taste tests, blind taste tests, um, and have found that you really get way, way more flavor out of a mortar and pestle than you do out of chopping the same exact ingredients in a food processor. You know, the, re- the reason being that once, once you get those fresh herbs and chilies in there um, with a little bit of salt, you know, the salt acts as an abrasive, Right, you're really crushing the, uh, the plant cells and releasing a lot more of the sort of volatile aromatics than you would be when you just uh, chop them. If you think about it, it's sort of like, you know, crushing a grape versus slicing it up. Um, you're going to get a lot more of the interior of the grape to release its volatiles um, by crushing it than you do by slicing it. And the same is the case on a much smaller scale for a sauce like this or, you know, or a pesto or a chimichurri, anything yeah. like that.
0: I have to say, I have a, a Mexican mortar and pestle.
1: And mm-hmm. A there. I
0: grind spices in it, and really, it can happen so quickly. Mm-hmm. And the aroma is just incredible. But let's talk about what to look for.
1: Um, well, you know, for, for kitchen use, I like to have a nice big one, actually, because, um, you know, it, it's a lot more adaptable and it lets you make bigger recipes. So mm-hmm. something like, you know, something like this sauce, you start out with, you know, several handfuls of fresh herbs. So You need that volume at the beginning to really pound them down. I use mine to make guacamole and things like that. And, you know, I really like having that volume. You know, there's different styles from all around the world. Um, it's a traditional tool in many cultures. The one I prefer to use, though, is a granite tie mortar and pestle, which I think is a sort of good balance between size and weight and durability. You know, a granite mortar and pestle, it has a sort of pebbly, sandy textured interior, and mm-hmm. that really helps with grinding.
0: Right, um, right. The
1: part that's in your hand, I believe the, the pestle is nice and heavy. So it does a lot of the work for you. Um, so it, it's similar to the way that uh, if you do a lot of butchery, you want a nice heavy cleaver. or If, if you're you know, planning on working with um, some heavy vegetables, you want a heavy chef's knife because the weight of that tool is going to do a lot of the work for you. So similarly with a mortar and pestle, a nice heavy base and a nice heavy pestle are both going to help do some of that work for you. I, I really think it's one of the most underrated kitchen tools because we have like our electric spice grinders and we have food processors. um, I have both those tools at home, but I very, very rarely pull out the electric spice grinder because most recipes I'm working with, um, they're going to call for maybe a tablespoon or a teaspoon of dried spices. And, you know, to pull out the electric spice grinder and have to clean it just for that small amount of spices, to me, it ends up taking more time than just grinding it really quickly in the mortar and pestle. Plus, you get more flavor out of the mortar and pestle.
0: Kenji, thanks for talking with us. Oh, thank you for having me on. Kenji Lopez-Alt is the Managing Culinary Director of Serious Eats and author of the James Beard award-winning book, The Food Lab, Better Home Cooking Through Science. Now you're going to find Kenji's recipe for Shrug, that dynamite Yemenite hot sauce with cilantro and parsley, at SplendidTable.org.